Episode 5, Naptime Problems Solved, Part 1. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pre-K Teacher Family. This is a podcast for all things Pre-K Teacher, behavior management strategies, time-saving tips, advice from teachers, and high-quality resources. If you need it, we're talking about it. Okay, so your kids are tired, but here's why they don't nap. This is part one of a two-part nap time problem solved series that I made just for you. Okay, I am so excited to talk to you about nap time today because it can be such a high stress time if things aren't going well. I'm going to show you how to make it calm and relaxing so that you can get your work done because your kids will actually sleep. I know that this is a big promise, but I really think that once I show you a few small adjustments that you can make, you'll see a huge difference in the way that your kids respond during nap time. And that is how we move away from the problems and towards a much happier, calmer, more enjoyable rest time for everyone, especially you. The naptime struggles are very real because naptime is usually the part of the day where we have a few things that we need to get done. So the stakes go up. We naturally get more stressed when kids start misbehaving because we've got stuff to do. We're holding papers that we're trying to finish cutting, or we have a bulletin board that we need to get done, or, you know, any of the millions of things that we're trying to finish during that small window of time when our kids are sleeping. Even more important than this, though, is the fact that the kids are tired. So what I'm about to show you is going to help you actually get your kids to sleep, and that's going to make for a better nap time, but also for a better afternoon. Happier kids, happier you. Okay, so one of the schools that I taught at actually said that nap time was our planning time. Like in the older grades, the kids are supposed to go to specials, and then those teachers have their planning time. But they were like, you guys have nap time, and you're in your room for that hour, so go ahead and use that as your planning time, which is ridiculous. But it forced me to try things and to figure out what would work. To make nap time a productive time for me and for my kids, I found out that I actually, like those two things are very linked. I couldn't be productive if my kids were miserable. I couldn't get anything done if they were all just laying there hating every minute of it. So I was able to turn nap time into something that my students enjoyed. La 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 la. And this is kind of the key here, the secret sauce. Once you can get them to stop resisting the nap, stop fighting the quiet time, and you can get them to accept that rest time is just a quiet time where we let our bodies relax and rest up so that we can be ready for all the fun things that we're going to do this afternoon. Then everything changes. They stop having those negative emotions and they're able to feel calm and relaxed. And the best part is that once most of them feel this way, they're going to fall asleep. Hallelujah. (laughs) So let me explain more. In the beginning, I always had most of my kids fight the urge to sleep. Tell me if you're in the same boat. It's like they're all tired, but they do not want to sleep. 
I don't know if it's just like FOMO, like the fear of missing out, or if it's just the unfamiliar space are, and like, are they just, do they have their guard up so that they can't fully relax? Whatever the reason, they'll start messing around and doing things just to keep themselves awake. And this is where the problems start. They start whispering to the kids next to them, or they start touching everything on the shelves where they're laying. And this is when you start to get annoyed, like I did. And the more kids that start these little misbehaviors, the more frustrated you get, right? Ah. It doesn't work to go around and try to put out the fires by telling them to stop touching things or stop talking. Why? Because you really have nothing to back up what you're saying during that time. You, you really can't enforce anything because it needs to be quiet in the room and you have to stay there and monitor the kids. Like you can drop empty threats, but they know that there's not really much that you can do. And once you start taking things away, you're really going to see the behavior, the misbehavior amp up because that makes them feel yucky. They don't want to be threatened. They don't want to miss out on stuff. But they also just do not want to sleep right now. (laughs) So let's take a whole different approach. Here's the bottom line. We need to get them to lay still on their mats while we get a few things done. And because they're all exhausted at this time, even if they act like they're not, we want them to sleep. I'm about to share the changes that I made that you're going to be able to try with your kids. Because once I was able to go this route... I had pretty much every kid sleep in my classroom. You know the parents who say, oh, my kid doesn't nap anymore. They haven't napped in a year. Even those kids, I promise you, will sleep. They totally sleep. They get tired and they will sleep. And this is not me forcing children to sleep or trying to make kids do what they don't want to do. I totally believe that school is exhausting for these little guys. And by nap time... They could use a little power nap, all of them. I mean, I know I could use a nap right about that time, right? (laughs) Like we're all exhausted. It's the middle of the day. So my strategy is to create an environment where kids feel at ease and then they can fall asleep. How do I do it? I'm going to tell you right after a quick word from our sponsor. The sponsor of this episode is Creative Fabrica. They are running a special for teachers right now for their teacher club card that usually costs $69.99. Right now, it's $2.99 for the whole year. And you get access to over 10,000 digital teaching resources and you get five downloads every week. I started browsing and I want five things that I saw on the first page. There's a fun kids tracing printable that is perfect for this time of the year where they need practice with those pre-writing lines and zigzags. I'm going to go ahead and get that one and four more. And then I'm going to set an alert in my phone to check back next week to get five more. Make sure that you check out Creative Fabrica and get a bunch of really great printables for your classroom for $2.99. I'll put a link in the show notes and don't worry, there's no obligation. You can cancel anytime. Okay, so I'm about to tell you how you're going to get your kids to fall asleep during nap time. First, you set the mood. 
You want your room to feel super calm and relaxing. I dimmed the lights a lot. I would have one or two low lights in different areas in the room. And even where I would sit at my little desk area to work, it was basically dark. I would have like one strand of Christmas lights on, but removing the light is a really big factor in making kids feel calm and sleepy. If you have those bright overhead lights on, your kids are not going to be able to get into this calmer, sort of relaxed, ready to rest state. And there's also a chance that turning off the lights could make your kids feel scared, but not if you do it the way that I'm explaining. Kids feel calm in low light if you create a mood that feels peaceful. You don't just want to walk around, flip off all the lights, have it go black, and then make everyone freak out. No, no, no. This is a gentle transition into the calm rest time setup. So my kids would nap after they would be at lunch and recess. So they would come back in, the mood was already set, the lights were dim. There's still a few strategically placed lights that are low so that they won't keep kids awake, but they can still sort of see where they're walking. And the room is pretty dark. They've already set up their mats. I lay them out before we even go to lunch. They know to get their nap time bag. They set up their, they put their own sheet on their mat and everything is set up so that when they come back in from recess, they just go straight to their mat. And once you add in a few of these other factors that I'm about to tell you about, it won't be scary. It will be calm. They come in, the lights are dim and there's calming music playing. Um, There's a ton of versions of rest time meditation lullabies on YouTube and Spotify. One of the ones that I love is by Sada, S-A-D-A, Meditation for Kids. I'll put links in the show notes. There's a playlist on Spotify, and I'm also going to put links for you to access it on YouTube. I love it. It's just this calm voice that talks to them in a gentle tone and walks them through like a visual meditation. So it's like, close your eyes, feel your breath, and breathe in and breathe out. Imagine that you're a caterpillar laying in the sun. And it does that for like five or 10 minutes. Uh, it's just perfect for the kids to follow along. It's the, the stories are helpful, especially for kids with some busy brain action happening. It gives them something to focus on. So it's not just like, you were just outside playing, come in and don't move a muscle. It's like, okay, they're thinking because they're hearing a story and it's very calm and they're kind of following along. So I would usually start with one of those each day. And then after that, I would just play calming instrumental lullabies, just peaceful nap time music. And I'll put that link in the show notes too. I also had a box fan that I would turn on during that time. It's just like with a baby, having that noise machine or just some kind of sound in the background helps them to fall asleep so that it's not silent and they're not reacting to every peep that they hear. Once they hear that fan and the calm meditation, it gives them permission to be in their own space. They can quit worrying about what other kids are doing and what I'm doing. All of those distractions are drowned out because it's dark, it's cozy, they're in their spot, and they're able to just lay there and be at peace with themselves. 
So I definitely recommend a box fan as like ridiculous as it looks. I would just kind of tuck mine behind a shelf, bust it out at nap time. But uh, that noise is very helpful. You really want to change the way that they feel about nap time. So another thing that I do is use magic sprays. If you aren't familiar with this technique yet, you need to bring it into your life right now. I have a whole YouTube video that I will tell you everything about magic sprays. I'll put that one in the show notes for you too. Uh, But magic sprays are just basically a calm spray that helps their bodies calm down. I will add pictures of my magic spray on the website for this episode. The one that I used was a pretty blue little spray bottle and I filled it up with water and then a drop or two of a perfume or an essential oil. I put glitter in it to make it feel fancy. We use other magic sprays in our classroom too. We have a smart spray and a friend spray. There are all kinds of things that you can use magic sprays for. But you tell the kids that it's a very expensive spray. I don't know why they love hearing that it's expensive. They're like, oh, wow. And you tell them you bought it because it's very special and it will help them calm down. Even though it was very expensive, it's going to help them calm down. And you bought it just for them because they're worth it. So I kind of just spray it above them and let them lean into it. Just a gentle, soft scent. And then each day at nap time, I would come around and tuck each kid in. And this is important because you want them to feel loved and seen and at ease. And by you coming around like this, they'll feel special. And they will look forward to that little moment when you come around to see each kid and tuck them in. It doesn't take long to do this, just a few minutes. But it's important because you're also covering them up with their blankets Having a blanket on top of them is part of feeling cozy. And then I would cover them up and ask them if they would like a spray of our magic nap time spray. And they would almost always say yes. And I would spray it up into the air and they would just be laying there and kind of take a few deep breaths. They're calming their bodies naturally by taking a few deep breaths of that magic spray and snuggling up under their blankets. So we're about five minutes into nap time. And I've gotten around to tuck every kid in, covered them up, offered them their spray, and they're laying there in the dark, cozy, snuggled up. They can't really hear the other kids because of the fan. They're listening to the visual meditation about being a caterpillar, eating food on a leaf. And then I send one or two kids who have occasional accidents to go to the bathroom. Like you can really get this part of the day dialed in to be a very smooth, well-oiled machine. As you get to know the needs of your kids and just little things that each kid needs to feel ready for rest time, it's not too much to do. And you put in a little bit of time right there at the beginning to set them all up to feel calm and happy and ready to just, just relax. It's already October, which means it's basically December. (laughs) Just kidding. But seriously, uh, December is by far the most fun. The pre-K teacher family already has so many resources ready to go for you right now. If you don't already feel that December is the best, best month with your kids, the December folder will change your mind about that. There are so many fun activities and I have a whole letter for you where I explain exactly what you need to do to make December the best month of the year with your kids. 
Don't let the craziness of the holidays get stressful and ruin what should literally be the most magical best time of the year. I'll show you exactly how to do it. The pre-K teacher family is open for you. We would love to have you and you're going to love just having everything ready to go for December. It's, it's going to make it easier on you so you can just enjoy the short but beautifully magical, wonderful time of year with your kids. Next week, I'm going to bring you part two of this nap time episode, and I'm going to tell you how to keep them on their mats and so much more. You're going to love the second part of this. I hope this first part was helpful. I have stacked the show notes with links to all of my resources for you. If you have any questions, reach out to me, send me a message on Instagram. If you're on TikTok, I've started blowing up over there. <laughs> um, and I'll be back next week. <laughs>